What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellpreneur Online Podcast. This is your host, Amanda Cook. And this week, we're starting a very exciting series, at least I'm excited about it, all about virtual assistants. And I decided to do this based on your comments because I've been hearing from Wellpreneurs by email and when I work with my clients and on the Facebook group and in different Facebook pages that people are really interested in the topic of hiring a VA. They'd love to get some help with their business, but it's really overwhelming to know where to start. And so I thought we'd really deep dive into having virtual assistants and working with virtual assistants over the next three episodes with the idea that I'd like each of you to test working with a VA. Just as an experiment, just because it'll open up possibilities in your mind of what you could do with your business at a very low cost. So here's how it's going to work. This is a three-part series. Today, we're going to be talking about if you even need a virtual assistant for your business. And then in the next episode, we're going to go into detail on how to hire your first virtual assistant. And then in the third part of the series, I'm actually going to have two different Wellpreneurs on the show as guests, and we're going to talk about their experience and their tips working with VAs themselves. So as always, you can find all of the show notes and the links and everything we discussed back on my website in the show notes, which are at wellpreneuronline.com slash 43. Okay, so let's start off talking about virtual assistants. First of all, what is a virtual assistant? Well, like the name implies, it's just like having an assistant in your business, but they aren't in the same office that you are. They're working virtually. And this is really cool because it means that your VA could be based anywhere around the world. So you're no longer limited to just the people that are in your geographic area. You can actually go out and find the best fit person, you know, with the right skills that you need that's based anywhere in the world and continue to work together. And this opens up so many possibilities because you don't have to be in the same place either. So if you want to travel or if you're going on holiday, you know, you're just going around doing your life, working in this type of really flexible online business that we're creating you can still work with your VA because you can both work when and where and how it works best for you. So let's talk about the top five reasons that I think a VA can really help you. First, a VA can offer additional skills that you don't have. So this might be things like, in this case for my podcast, audio editing. You know, I probably could learn to edit audio. I've done it before, but it would take me forever and I wouldn't be very good at it. And it's just better for me to hire a professional that's going to deliver a really excellent result. And that's his specialty, right? And that frees me up to be able to focus on my areas of expertise. 
So a VA can help with really specialty skills like graphic design and updating your website and audio editing, things like that, if they've got the skills. But they can also help, you know, marketing and pushing out your website. They can help with updating your blog. They can help with doing customer service. They can help in all those areas where either they've got a skill that you don't have or there's a task that you specifically don't need to do. I know as business owners, we like to do everything, right? But If we're honest, we're not experts in everything. And some things people could do better than us and other things we personally don't really need to do. We just kind of like to be involved in everything. And so we'll talk about that a bit later. But getting those tasks that anybody could do with training off your plate really frees you up to focus on your key core activities. The second reason a VA can really help you is because it provides surge support. So if you get busy, like for example, if you're running a launch or, you know, launching a new product, starting a really big project, and you need extra help just for a short time, you could take on one or two virtual assistants to help you get through that time period. It's also awesome because if you have a really big time in your personal life where you're getting really busy and you just don't have as much time for your business, you can ensure that it keeps running and that things are moving forward by giving more hours to your VA during those times. The third reason is it's really easy to get started because it's not like taking on a full-time employee. You can hire a virtual assistant just for one project, or you can hire them on an ongoing basis, like five or 10 hours a week, for example. And so it's a really easy way to dip your toe in the water, get started with an assistant, and then over time, as your business needs evolve or as your relationship deepens with your VA and that you give them more training, they can just keep taking on more and more tasks to help you out. The fourth reason I absolutely love hiring a VA and I think it can really help you is because it frees you up to focus on your strengths. Now, as much as we like to think that we as wellpreneurs can do everything, right, and we can run every aspect of our business, we're really not experts in every area of our business. And we're not the best at every area in our business, right? There's a few areas that we really shine, and that's different for every one of us. But hiring a virtual assistant frees you up so that you can spend your time focusing on your strengths and leave that person to work on areas that are more aligned with their strengths and also to take care of those just ongoing tasks that keep your business running. And that is going to be much more effective. It's much better for you in general as a business owner to focus on the revenue generating activities and the growth activities and pass off to somebody else those things that just need to keep your business going. And the fifth reason that I absolutely think a VA is a great idea for wellpreneurs, and this is a bit unexpected, but I really truly believe this, is that it gets you thinking like a business owner. I know it can be tempting when you're running an online business to just sit around and play with your website, right? Or quote, do social media, which ends up wasting hours just sitting around reading your newsfeed. Or you can just get so sidetracked and start updating web pages or changing your SEO or tweaking your autoresponder. All of that is just crazy busy work that you distract yourself with. And when you commit to taking on a VA and working with somebody else, suddenly you've got to step up into that role of business owner. And that means that you're going to set the strategy. And I think this is super important. Even if you just take on a VA for a couple of hours as an experiment, this is a key shift in mindset that's going to make you a lot more productive in your business because suddenly you're going to go from just sitting down and playing around with your website for a few hours to actually strategically thinking about what needs to be done in my business. 
right? And what do I need to do? And what can I pass off to somebody else? And then putting a timeline and requirements in place and then finding somebody else to do that so you can delegate it. And that shift to really truly becoming the owner and the CEO of your business, I think is invaluable. And that's why I think after this email series, every one of you should go out and do a little virtual assistant experiment and hire a VA even just for one project for a couple of hours just to see the possibilities that it's going to open up for your business. So maybe for some of you, you've started to have ideas popping into your head already about the different things you could outsource and delegate to your VA. But if you haven't, I just did a little brainstorming and I put together a pretty big list of all the different areas a VA can help you. And I wanted you to to hear this just to start to get some ideas about what areas might be most effective in your business. It'd be great as you hear things that, you know, really seem like, oh, I'd love to get help with that. Just jot a little note about it so that we can use it in the later episodes when you're actually defining what the person's going to do. So a virtual assistant can help in a few different areas. And I, I kind of broke them down into research tasks, marketing tasks, admin tasks, customer service tasks, and technical tasks. So for research, just imagine a virtual assistant could help you do online research on your competitors, on potential affiliates, on information to go into your blog posts and facts. They could do some keyword or SEO research for you to increase the traffic to your website. They could help you find blogs that you could guest post on, or they could even look around and find speaking opportunities for you to pitch. On the marketing side, and this is where I use a lot of VA assistants, you could have a virtual assistant manage your social media profiles, create your social media profiles, do all of the updates on social media for you and interacting with people, promote your products or your blog posts on social media, even schedule out like a few months, even six months of social media updates of your previous posts. They could format or schedule your blog posts and then promote those blog posts. They could manage the comments on your blog. If they had the skills, they could create graphics for your blog posts or even for your product launches. They could pitch guest posts for you. They could write an email autoresponder or at least prepare and load your email autoresponder. They could prepare your email newsletter and schedule it to be sent. They could comment on other blogs on your behalf. They could, and this is really cool, repurpose your content. For example, if you had a video, maybe your virtual assistant could turn that video into a blog post or they could take your autoresponder and turn it into a course. How cool would that be? So you have another piece of content you can use. They could look for affiliate programs for you, or they could even manage your own affiliate program. For admin tasks, you could have your virtual assistant manage your email. Imagine not having to go into your email. How amazing would that be? They could do the whole client onboarding process for you. So when you take on a new client, are there certain things that need to happen? You schedule meetings with them, you send them a client agreement, you settle the payment. Why don't you have your virtual assistant do all of that for you? They could manage your schedule and set up meetings and appointments. They could update your contact system. They could transcribe videos or audios into text, which is great for SEO to include on your website. They could book your travel. They could do monthly or weekly reporting for you on website or email or sales metrics. And they could even do your bookkeeping if they had the right skills. You could also have a VA help with customer service, and this would be really cool to have somebody that when people have questions about your products or they want a refund or they just, you know, aren't sure it's not working for them, to have somebody else to handle those emails. You could also have your VA follow up with customers. So follow up with them on their birthday or follow up with them just a week or two after they purchase to see how it's going. 
And with the right skills, you could hire a specialist VA who could update your website, back up your website for you, update your WordPress plugins, create sales or landing pages, create graphics, or even edit your podcasts. And that's just literally the list that I came up with in a few minutes sitting down and thinking about the different types of tasks that a VA can automate. The list is really amazing. I mean, the potential is incredible for what you could do in your business if you just get a little help and release control over doing everything. Okay, so a lot of you are probably convinced that, ooh, this sounds like a really good idea if it wasn't too difficult to find a VA, right? So where can you find this person? Where can you find a virtual assistant? Well, I personally use two different sites. There's a site called Odesk and there's a site called Elance, like freelance, but Elance. And both of these are online marketplaces for freelancers. If you're a freelancer, you go on these sites and you can post a profile about your skills and your experience, and then you can bid for work. And if on our side, on the hiring manager side, you can go and post a job ad for free. So you can post what you need, and then you'll get applications back from people all over the world. Some people will just find you and apply. Other people you can invite to apply to your job. Now, if you'd like to go check out either of these two sites, I'd love it if you'd support me by going back to wellpreneuronline.com slash 43 and clicking through the links on my site because I've actually got affiliate links with Odesk and Elance and it would be really awesome just to support me that way and click through. So thank you for that in advance. So anyway, you want to go on to Odesk or Elance and post a job ad for your VA. And we'll talk about that more in the next episode. For now, you could just go on if you wanted, create an account and just have a look around at people's profiles and or even what other types of jobs people are posting. Now, I'm sure there's other ways to find a virtual assistant. I know there are. If you Google virtual assistants, you'll find so many options. I'm only talking about Odesk and Elance because that's what I do. That's how I've found my help in my business. That's how I've found both my virtual assistant and my podcast editor. And I just think it's a really great marketplace, a really great way to find, you know, the best talent from around the world. But there's lots of other ways, too. So now I want to get really clear on what we want our virtual assistant to do. And I got this approach to narrowing down the tasks that you want to outsource from Chris Ducker who Chris Ducker is kind of a virtual assistant specialist. He's based in the Philippines, and he's got lots of great information on his site about hiring and working with virtual assistants. And I I think this approach came from him. So if you take out a piece of paper, we're going to make a couple of lists of tasks in our business. And this is us being the strategic business owner, which even if you're not going to hire a VA, I think this is a worthwhile exercise to do because it really clarifies the key areas in your business that you need to focus on and things that someday you could outsource to somebody else. So make a list. And first, what you're going to do is write down the tasks that you hate to do. So what are those things that you procrastinate on that you just really hate doing? It might be doing social media updates. It might be your bookkeeping. It might be writing blog posts. It might be running your WordPress updates, right? I don't know what it is for you, but write down those tasks that you really hate to do in your business. And then on the flip side, we want to write down the tasks that you love to do. So what are the things that even though maybe it doesn't take specialty skills, you just love it. So it might be, you know, chatting with people in your Facebook group or using Instagram or writing your blog posts or creating new products or talking with your affiliates and your clients, you know, whatever it is that you love to do. It doesn't matter if it needs your special skills, just put it in this list. You might want to just pause this podcast as we're going through so you have a few minutes after each question to really think through the tasks in that category. 
Now, the third set of tasks is what do you absolutely need to do? So what tasks in your business absolutely have to be you? So if you're a coach, actually working with clients, conducting their session is probably something that you personally need to do. You couldn't outsource that unless you run like an association of coaches and then maybe you could. But for most of us, working with clients is something that has to be you. For me, I know recording this podcast is something that I need to do, right? Because if it wasn't, then it wouldn't really feel like my podcast. So, and and I do love to do it too. So that works out well. But recording this podcast is something that I need to do. But editing it and writing the blog post and promoting it aren't things that I need to do unless I loved to do them, right? But I could outsource those and I do outsource those to somebody else. For my Vintage Amanda site, the things that I absolutely need to do are write the blog post and take the photos. And that's personally just a design choice and and kind of a a choice I've made about that business, that that all comes directly from me, as well as running my in-person workshops and my online workshops. That's something that I need to do. But publishing the blog post or editing the photos or, you know, setting up the online workshop, that's not something that I would need to do, just to give you some examples. So make a list of those tasks in your business that you absolutely need you to do. And then the fourth list is what regular tasks do you do that don't have to be done by you? And this is hard because I know it's hard to give up control. But what are those things that really you wouldn't have to do personally that you could train somebody else to do? So this could be things like all those items we mentioned before, right? Doing your social media updates, writing different tweets, preparing your email newsletter, maybe writing or definitely preparing and posting and scheduling your blog posts, doing customer service for your clients, loading your email autoresponders, any of that stuff I just discussed earlier in the episode. Which of those tasks do you do in your business that really wouldn't have to be you? So I want you to take a minute and do those four lists, what you hate to do, what you love to do, what you personally absolutely need to do, and regular things that you do that you really could outsource and train somebody else to do. Okay, so you've got those four lists. Now I want you to review those lists and see what's jumping out to you as a task that you can outsource first. And what I'd recommend is that you start with something not too complicated and something that's not going to take too much training, just as a test. So a perfect first task would be to send somebody one of your blog posts and ask them to write 10 tweets to promote it, for example. This is a really good first task because it's something that the person can do without having access to your back-end systems, right? Ultimately, we're going to find the VA that we love to work with, and we're going to give them access to our website and to our social media accounts. But maybe in the beginning, you don't want to do that because you just don't know the person. So you need a first task that's going to be really simple and straightforward with a clear result that the person can be successful at just as a test. So go through those lists and actually pull out you know, those tasks that could be really good to start with and those other tasks that you really want to outsource. And then think about what skills that virtual assistant would need to be able to successfully complete that task, because none of us is experts in every area. Now, you don't need that VA, depending on what it is, you you maybe can train them to do it. So how to update your blog, that's a little bit different for everybody. You'll need to provide some training on that. But if you need them to do technical updates, if you need them to create pages for you, if you need them to do some audio or video editing or graphic design, those are specialty skills that you're going to need to find a virtual assistant that already has those skills. Another thing to keep in mind is language skills. 
So if you want your virtual assistant to be creating content, like if they're going to be writing tweets, writing social media updates, responding to comments, writing blog posts, they need to be a really advanced level or native speaker of your language that you're doing business in. But if the tasks are things more on the back end, so like say you're writing the social media updates and they're just scheduling them, or they're just uploading your emails, I mean, uploading your email autoresponder, things like that, then maybe they don't need to be as advanced in that language that you're doing business in. Of course, you still need to be able to communicate with them well, but that's something to think about is, do you need somebody that can actually produce content in your native language, or do they just need to be able to do the backend work? Okay, so what I'd like you to do as an action from this episode, because we need to take action, right? So we start seeing results, is I'd like you to make your four lists about what you love to do, what you hate to do, what you need to do absolutely, and what tasks you do that you could outsource. And then think about which tasks you want to outsource first and what specific skills that virtual assistant would need. We'll leave it there for now. And when we come back next week, we'll actually talk about how to hire your first VA so that we can get somebody to help you with these tasks and you can start to really see the potential of what you can do with your online business. So don't forget, all the links to everything we discussed are in the show notes, which are at wellpreneuronline.com slash 43, including those links to Elance and Odesk if you'd like to go check it out. And I'd love to hear from you. So tweet me at Vintage Amanda and let me know what you learned from this episode and what task you're first going to outsource to your own virtual assistant. Thanks so much for being here. And I wish you tons of success in your wellness business this week. And I'll see you back here next week with the next episode. Music.